The first reading is taken from Joshua chapter 24, verses 16 to 25. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before all of us the before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore we will also serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. And the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and him we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statutes and ordinances for them at Shechem. This is the word of the Lord. The second scripture reading is taken from Luke chapter 5, verses 26 to 32, and Acts chapter 17, verses 30 to 31. After this, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house, and there was a large crowd of tax collectors and others sitting at the table with them. The Pharisees and the scribes were complaining to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick... I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. While God has overlooked the times of human ignorance, now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will have the world judged in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. And of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Uh, At this time, in place of a sermon, um, one of my favorite things to do whenever we have Youth Sundays is to have young men and women uh, share what they believe and why. And so we'll have, I have to count real quick, uh, six short testimonies now uh, from students in the confirmation class in their words. uh, And I really, truly, um, just the, the, the only assignment or question was, what do you believe and why? And so I hope that, uh, you find this time of testimony as encouraging as I did reading it. Uh, And so um, I would ask them all to make sure to introduce themselves as they come up. Uh, But uh, as we start, this is Ruth. Um, My name is Ruth Nainar. When we take a look out of our windows, we can see the nature. We can see how each plant 
tree or animal is different from each other. You know the animals which live in the forest, and you can name many of the trees. You know about the chemical reactions which happen in the nature, and their importance for the earth. You can admire the forest and ask yourself why the nature is created so perfect. Everything works perfectly and beautifully. And when you think about all these things happening, it is very hard to believe that there is no God or creator behind it. Even though we are so advanced in science and technology, we still simply cannot explain everything. We cannot explain our feelings and emotions, and we cannot explain many coincidences. There must be a God behind all of this. Sometimes we cannot also explain why certain things happen to us. I often have all my perfect plans, but then things turn out differently. That makes me disappointed and angry. Whenever I'm in a bad situation like that, I start to think things like, why does God want me to feel bad? But things get better, and I feel very ashamed for not trusting in God completely. A few months or years later, Everything turns out better than what I had planned. I believe that God is behind all of this and just wants us to be strong in our faith. My parents are quite serious in their faith and they pray for me and with me every day. They read Bible stories to me and talked about God since I was tiny. God always played a role in my life, but it took a long time for me to start creating a bond with God and start to read the Bible and really believe in God. A verse my mom always used to quote was Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. For me, it means that God gives hope and guides me. doesn't matter where you're going or what you're going through. He will always be there for you. One of my New Year's resolutions in 2017 is to read a bit of the Bible every day. I started reading Psalm because my dad said it is easy. I, <laughs> I admit, I didn't read it every single day until now. But to be honest, I'm quite proud that I kept up with doing it until now and that it's an irreplaceable part of my evening routine. When you ask God and when you pray to God, God always listens. He might not give you all you want or all you think you want. But things always turn out great in the end. God never leaves your prayers unanswered. In this confirmation class, I finally had the chance to ask all the questions and all the doubts that I had. I learned a lot about God and I got to think about my relationship with God. Hello, I am Edward Freberg. As someone who is fascinated by history, most of the examples of why I believe originate from history, since history provides so many examples. There are several stories where Christians were saved from death during some of the most brutal battles in history. One of those that springs to my mind is the story of a young private in the US Army during D-Day. As 
I do not know his name, but what happened was that as he was approaching the German fortifications, a bullet hit him right here in the chest. But, but the Bible he was carrying in his chest pocket caught the bullet and saved him. A Bible verse, I think, that really is suitable here and one I am personally inspired by is Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I also believe in God and the teachings of the Bible because I can see how it inspires good in people who commit good acts without regard of their own life. An example of such a person would be Desmond Doss, who some of you might know from the recent blockbuster Hacksaw Ridge. Desmond was a Seventh-day Adventist who, because of his devout belief, refused to pick up weapons during World War II. He became a medic instead and saw action on Guam, Leyte, and Okinawa in the Pacific Theater. He became most known for his actions on Okinawa. There, during the first assault by the U.S. Army on the Hacksaw Ridge, a 400-meter-high escarpment, they were repelled and had to go back down the ridge to wait for the next assault. But Desmond stayed up on that ridge for two days and two nights, completely alone, unarmed, and surrounded by superior Japanese forces in order to save 50 to 100 wounded U.S. soldiers by roping them down the escarpment for further medical care. He later received the Congressional Medal of Honor for his actions there. A passage from the Bible that I think fits best with his heroic actions is this passage from John 15, verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. The stories I mentioned demonstrate to me the power of Christian faith and, and provide me with reason to put my faith in God. The examples these people show, in particular Desmond Doss, motivate me to do God's will on this earth in whatever way God may choose to use me during my life. I know I will be able to do it because I know, like he gave power and courage to Desmond, he will also protect and aid me. Hi, my name is Helena Kurman. I grew up in a Christian family and at IPC so I don't really have a story. I never remembered a day that I didn't believe in God and when Jesus wasn't in the center of my life. As a family, we went to church every Sunday. We prayed together and we read the Bible and Bible stories. I went to Sunday school, but also joined local Christian groups such as Jungschar, and now I belong to a small Bible study group. Because I grew up as a Christian, I don't really know anything else. In school, we learned about other religions, but I never released, but they seemed strange to me. God was and still is the first place in our family. I believed my parents and my Sunday school teachers that the Bible is the truth. My mother reminded me that I, as a child, I always told my friends about God and that Jesus loves them. I decided to take the confirmation class to strengthen my faith. I wanted to learn more about what we believe as Christians 
and to discover a fa my faith for myself, not just accept the faith of my parents. I told my parents that I would decide later in the confirmation class if I wanted to be confirmed or not. I wanted to be ready myself. I trusted in God that he has a good plan for my life. One example was with the gimme test. I studied and did my best, but I put the results in God's hands. I didn't pass, but I'm not afraid of the future because God has a perfect plan for me. I know God loves me, but until now, I have never really felt it. But then my mother showed me a Bible verse about faith and explained that faith is not about feelings. It is something we can be sure of. The verse she showed is, me is from Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. I believe that God loves all peoples, people, including me, and he wants a relationship with us. Because we are all sinners, there is a big separation between us and God. That's why he sent his son Jesus to die for us on the cross, the most awful way to die. Jesus had no sin. He paid for all of our sins, past, present, and future. My favorite Bible verse is from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Because of this, I have hope. I will live forever with Christ. This is my hope and my strength. I was baptized as a baby, and I appreciate that my parents made this, this decision for me. However, I want to get baptized as a personal sign between me and God, that I chose him. I want to make my confirmation to show my family and the church that my faith belongs to me, and I have chosen it for myself. On my desk, I wrote a word to remind me. It's frog, F-R-O-G. Each letter stands for a word. Fully rely on God. I don't know what my future will be, but this is my plan, to fully rely on God. Hi, um, my name is Minu, and yeah, sorry, I'm quite nervous. <laughs> um, so in confirmation class, we needed to write a testimony about what we believe and why. This is mine. I believe that Jesus died for our sins and rose from the dead three days later. I do have doubts sometimes, especially when it comes, especially because there is so much evil in this world. Sometimes I had the feeling that God didn't exist, and I know you're not really supposed to hear that from someone who's gone to church her whole life and whose parents are strong, strong believers too. But that's just how I felt. I just didn't understand how God could watch all the evil and how it felt to me as if he was doing nothing, even though he probably, probably was because he has a plan for everybody. I didn't understand why it sometimes felt like my prayers were being ignored or just not even heard, and sometimes even now I struggle. I know I'm not supposed to understand everything, but that just makes it even harder to believe. I know faith is very important, and during confirmation class we talked about it, and this is what I need to continue to work on. If everything that is in the Bible is true, every story, every miracle, I would really love to be with God someday. I believe that God loves us unconditionally, and this is comforting. But when I really think about it, I think how it's possible. But when I really think about it, how it's possible, it really is mind-blowing. For example, I love my friends, but sometimes they do something that annoys me or makes me angry. But God is different. He loves us no matter what we do and how often we do it. Because if we truly ask for forgiveness, he will give it to us and love us. In the beginning of confirmation class, I had hoped that I would learn to deal with my doubts and learn more things that I truly believe in so I can outweigh my doubts by the things I do believe in. 
I have learned to deal with some of my doubts and stand here to confirm my baptism. God, I pray that you will continue to help me with my doubts that come up during my life. Hello, my name is Chile Anhat. Just pray. I believe in prayer because they always get answered. Maybe not right away, but at some point they will. In March, I wrote the gimme exam and I didn't pass. That is why I need to find an apprenticeship for summer 2017. I applied for several jobs at several companies and I still didn't get a job. As days turned into weeks and weeks turned into months, I became more and more desperate. So I started praying. At first I prayed for a job for the end of the school year. But as time went by, I stopped praying for a job. I started praying for something that I could do at the beginning of the new school year. I prayed for anything but just that I had something to do after the break. Then one Sunday evening, I got the news from my parents that I would be able to go to the United States for a year. I would be going to a year of high school in Minnesota. In the future, I will continue to pray because when I pray, it helps me relax and concentrate. Prayer will help me being more patient and more forgiving to my fellow students or my coworkers. If I have a problem that I myself can't solve or I don't know what to do, I will ask God for help and I know my prayers will always be answered. Maybe not immediately or the way I imagined it. If you ever have a problem and can't handle it on your own, pray to God and ask for any kind of help and they will get answered. Good morning, um, my name is Bianca and this is my testimony. I believe in miracles. Our universe is a miracle. Jesus' birth was a miracle. The human mind is a miracle. There are different types of wonders, scientific ones, biblical ones, and magical ones in fairy tales. I personally don't believe that our universe was created by coincidence. I can't imagine that a big bang or a violent burst started all of this. Scientists say that there was energy, but where did it originally come from? How could there have been a Big Bang when there was nothing in the beginning? As I've already said, the human mind itself is a miracle. We can think for ourselves. We have a soul and feelings. This all comes from God. He is the creator of the universe. I don't doubt that, and I don't think I ever will. I believe that we are children of God, that he is our father, who is in heaven, and that we are all sisters and brothers in Christ. I believe this because he created us. He's watching over us, he guides us, and teaches us lessons. He sent his only son to die for our sins and carry our burdens. I trust God and I know he loves me. I also think that we should love one another, even our enemies. I know this is hard, but we have to think above their sins because we've all done them. No one is sinless. We all have our flaws. 
We should all forgive and forget, show mercy, because this is what Jesus did and wants us to do. Now, another one of my beliefs is the rapture. Now, I know this is tricky, and not everyone considers this as true, but I think that one day Jesus will come down and we will all go to heaven with him. I do believe this, that he will save us once again, because it is said in the Bible, as quoted in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16-17. to 17. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. I've also heard of many people having the same dream about Jesus coming down to take us all with him. Sometimes, but very rarely, my friends ask me why I believe in the Bible and in all of its wonders and stories. The problem is I can't give them a short and quick answer that will satisfy them. I tell them that it's because of my family and the way I was brought up. I personally cannot imagine not believing in anything because I'd feel really lost. There wouldn't be any, there wouldn't be any rules, no boundaries, but the worst, nothing after death. So you only live for about 80 years and after that, you'll never see anyone or anything again. Now, another question is, how will it influence my future? I think I'll most likely be going to church on Sundays, try to live a Christian life, and raise my children to become believers. Thank you for listening to my testimony. I believe it says in the book of Acts... How beautiful are those are the feet of those who bring the good news of the gospel. Please pray with me. Lord, thank you for these students. Thank you for this church body. I thank you for how intricately indifferent you've made each of us to express our love and gratitude and faith to you in different ways. Lord, I thank you for prayer and for faith, for miracles. Lord, I even thank you for the doubts that lead us closer to you. You are good and your mercies endure forever. Lord, thank you for these testimonies of your love and your faith and your goodness. May they encourage us to trust more, to rely on you more. And Lord, may we all consider when things are good and when things are difficult, the things that are most important to us, why we believe, Lord, and why. It's in your name we pray. Amen.